I like drinking beer and I like talking hockey when I get to do both. I feel pretty lucky. Oh, let's get puck top. All right. Um, I'll pour it in as well. Love the sound of that. So this episode of Let's Get Pucked Up is brought to you by Red Racer. We're drinking some Red Racer beer here. I am hoping at some point I will eventually have enough listeners that maybe I'll get sent some free product. Um, it's a pipe dream, but you never know. You got to try. You got to live. You got to dream. Um, so yeah, let's get pucked up, guys. So I've got a couple of guests with me this week. I'm very happy to have them on. Um, to my right is our returning guest from episode one, Baby Brian. Yes. So uh, give a nice uh, how do you do to the five listeners that we've got currently. How do you do out there? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And then I've got uh, Alex Brockman across from us as well. Uh, thank you very much for coming on, Alex, and give us a... Yeah, Robin, you know, I just want to get pucks deep. Um, you know, we had a really great period uh, of hockey there, and, you know, we're just going to get pucks deep. We're just going to forecheck, uh, really work on that back check, and, uh, you know, I think we're going we're gonna to get uh, some really good things happening here tonight. All right. We're going to get pucked up. We're going to get pucked up. <laughs> I, like the, I like the lingo there. I like it, Broxy. I feel like... Uh... <laughs> That's that's as imaginative as uh, hockey nicknames get. But a great, a great line. Your wingers would be uh, Baby and Broxy. Baby and Broxy. <laughs> we'll get Fox deep already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, the first thing I wanted to chat with you fellows about was uh, something that I finished off the podcast two weeks ago uh, with with uh, our friends Stefan and Megan. Uh, we were talking about pop culture representations and. Uh, well, representations of hockey in pop culture. And I was just curious uh, if you guys had any uh, just fond recollections of hockey and pop culture you'd like to talk about for a sec. Yeah, well, the, the big one for me is the Mighty Ducks. Uh, you know, I grew up right watching that, wanting to uh, uh, play with uh, Charlie Conway. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, my goal was to play for Coach Bombay and that flying right. V, have a spot <laughs> in that flying V and, uh, and go there and go from, uh, you know, a plucky underdog in a local peewee team to winning a, uh, a gold medal at the Junior Goodwill Games yeah. and, and then taking on the, uh, the Big Bad Varsity Club in, uh, in the third movie you know there's a fourth one i was i was lined up to be in there so that that's really you were lined up to be in the d4 i i was i had it, I had this, it ready to go I, is, this, is this an exclusive grooming me for years to get a ducks for <laughs> how do you feel about um well like the anaheim mighty ducks team taking like the name and that whole link was that like do you think that was like i don't know it just seems so bizarre i don't think of any other sport Taking like that, making that link to Disney because Disney owned the Ducks at the time, and so the whole they had just bought. If I, if I remember this right, they had bought the Duck, the Mighty Ducks, or got the expansion right for the Mighty Ducks franchise. Yeah, and then looking to sell it, they had the Mighty Ducks movies, and then there's the Mighty Ducks animated TV cartoon show at really? the same time. I early didn't know that. early nineties, you know, you were just in your early thirties at that time, Brian. You know. <laughs> 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 wow! Wow! I I, I don't remember I don't re- remember the cartoon, but that's like I I, I remember it a little. There yeah. was there was a mighty I don't think it was any good, yeah. but it was a Mighty Ducks cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like Street Sharks and like the Darkwing Duck around the time Something that we were really like obsessed that. with like uh, anthropomorphic ducks. animals <laughs> and yeah. ducks and like water aquatic animals just like somehow having these powers to kick ass and take names but you picked right. the most intriguing animal or bird um, duck to like and made it build mighty. all these yeah. things a about. mighty duck but it's just interesting that like I feel like that was probably an interesting um like media company experiment well, it was synergy at its finest like yeah. it was them at just trying finest, to or like at just well, like most at unusual its, yeah, or, or just at its like yeah just really taking a swing and yeah. being kind of random but like they were they rolled out the Mighty Ducks team at the same time as they were rolling out the movie they were really hoping to just like nail this like market and then also the fact that the team was based in Anaheim where Disneyland is is just like another thing where it's like an odd link it was just it was very well planned but then i don't think that the necessarily the product was 
good enough. So yeah. then, you Paul, <laughs> then you had Paul Correa. Like, oh, yeah. he was that first great player on the docks. Um, I love Paul Correa. I loved Paul Correa. Love me some Paul Correa. I love him still. Yeah. I still do, and I still feel sorry about that Scott Stevens. Fuck Scott Stevens. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Same sorry. here. Uh, I think we can all agree. Fuck Scott Stevens. I just. <laughs> although I'll, I'll be I have the counterpoint here. I'll be the counterpoint here because hockey was never more exciting when those goons were, were running around just mangling guys. And when oh, we never more exciting. Never more exciting. We, we, we didn't know about concussions and CTE. We didn't care. We just like. Ignored the fact that people were having their lives Who possibly wants destroyed. Dingers? Who wants to see some dingers? Right? Although, you know, like, uh, um, I, I that hit on Korea was so gruesome. Um, but you know, this, like you know, I, I I came in with an outburst there, dropping the f bomb about Scott Stevens. <laughs> but he's probably uh, the greatest hockey player from my hometown of Kitchener, Ontario. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. He's a Hall of Famer. That, like, how many cups okay, did he win okay. with Jersey? So, you know? speaking of like sh- semi-shameful people from your hometown who have turned into like prolific hockey players, uh, from Markham, Ontario, Rafi Torres. So, do you oh, guys know right. Rafi Torres? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I my mom knew the Torres family. They were she worked in a business where she brought students Is this from overseas. Yeah, really, yeah. I opened yeah, up, about, it. I open right up about my dad in the first episode with Brian. <laughs> I'm opening up about my mom now. So we we had students come from overseas to Markham, Ontario, yeah. to like learn English and also like take in Canadian culture to an extent. Basically, go to Wonderland in like a Jays game. Yeah, but um, one of the host families she had was the Torres family. And she's like, oh, Rafi, great guy, great kid. And then, like, you see him getting, like, 40-game suspensions and just destroying people's health and careers well, and stuff in the NHL. Wouldn't that, an, wouldn't that be an interesting story? Filling in, you know, you're, from your mm-hmm. mom saying, good kid, mm-hmm. to 30 years later, you know, yeah. getting 40-game suspensions. There's a lot that could have happened. Yeah, there, there's, you know? there's, a, there's a right, like, uh, in-depth journalistic piece to be written there about what happened. There is, and I've got, I've got a, a, a hometown uh, hero as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ty Domi, number 28 oh, yeah, of the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah. came from Bell River, Ontario. Jeez. The proud home of Bell Ty River. Domi. Bell River, that? Ontario. By, like, north of Ottawa or something else? No, it's, it's, uh, just out, it's, it's a small town outside Windsor, Ontario. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it's a, it's a, there, there might be 600 people there, and yeah. Ty Domi was one of them. That's crazy. He's pretty good. As a Leaf fan, as a Leaf fan, he was I, great. Yeah, he was, he I, had, I had his bobblehead, so that tells you like something. I guess something I, minor. Really. His, jersey, <laughs> his jersey was hanging up at the at the arena, number twenty eight for the uh, Bell River Junior Canadians. He was. He was <laughs> like, I feel like the Junior Canadians was like almost every <laughs> small town's team in like in Ontario. And his. So you're from Markham, you said. Yeah. What is the closest like junior team? Uh, we have the Waxers in Markham. Um, I went to see a couple games of theirs. They were basically just Waxers. like that. Must be like that's not that's like, not OHL though. It's like it's like some. No, it's below OHL. Yeah, I have no idea where the name comes from. Like, is it just a bunch of people waxing cars and then like playing hockey on the side? I guess, but like they they're waxing a car and then yeah. they're moving the car to play road hockey. Yeah. Oh, I, I okay. It all makes sense now. <laughs> but they uh, the games that I went to were just like brawls after brawls after brawls. No real hockey played. Um, but yeah, junior hockey. Yeah, yeah. But, but apparently Adam Oates was a former Markham Waxer, and he is a pretty damn good player. He's got to be all kinds uh, of good players. In Steve Thomas played with right. Markham Waxers for a small Stumpy. amount of time, and Dennis Merrick. I remember oh looking. Oh. So okay, that's a deep cut. This yeah. is a deep cut. So I'm gonna uh, take you back to like I think it was like the 1970s, maybe. Um, so so I remember like as a kid. Well, no, I'm take. I'll take us back to the 1990s to 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 engage you in the story. So I was a little kid, and I remember walking around the arena in Markham and seeing different pictures of the the alumni from the Markham Waxers, and it was Centennial Arena, and seeing like Dennis Merrick, his name there, and I was obsessed with this NHL guide and record book that I got when I was like seven years old for Christmas that had like all the stats of anything that ever happened in hockey in it. And I remember Dennis Merrick sticking out because he had a 136-point season with the Washington Capitals, but he's probably like the least known guy to have scored like 136 points in a year. Mm. It was an insane statistical season, and yet no one knows who this guy is. It was in the 90s? 
I think he did this in like the 70s or 80s. Oh, okay. But he uh, he was a Mark of Waxers alumni. And I... That's another and, story. And, what and, happened to Yeah. Like, I think he had a decent career and he started... And he wrote a book afterwards. I think I remember looking it up recently, but... Tragically ended his life in Halton, <laughs> Ontario. <laughs> well, we filled in the blanks for you, Dennis. That's what happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> and no one will look into this. Yeah. <laughs> um... <sighs> Uh, sorry, so uh, like a weird thing that's been in the back of my head since Did, you guys uh, brought up the. You have to throw in sorry. Like, yeah, because I'm Canadian like, and it's yeah, a hockey like, podcast. So <laughs> all right, uh, we, uh, we gotta change the subject, on you guys. We gotta get our uh, quota of sorries in. So uh, sorry, I want to change the subject to uh, talking back, bring it back to the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. They dropped the Mighty uh, back in the mid 2000s, I think it was. How do you guys feel about them dropping the Mighty? Just being so the, the Anaheim, Anaheim Ducks. Ducks. Weren't they the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim first? Yeah. And then the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, and now they're just Anaheim There's Ducks. There's the Anaheim Ducks. No. I don't, like... Are Is there the a lot really of ducks? Mighty? Well... Like, can a duck be mighty? <laughs> yeah. I've seen a duck be, like, close to mighty, but I don't know if they were quite achieving mighty status. Static. Ducks have yeah. been around a long time. Like, they've survived. Eons. They've survived. Yeah, and I think that you know I ducks think, back in the dinosaur days. Everyone knows that. Yeah, and then Every, like Ice Age, didn't freeze them. They made it through, and now they're living to tell the tale, the duck tale, if you will. The duck tale. Yeah. <laughs> how, Disney, how do I feel? Is Disney sponsored. This, this podcast is brought to you by Disney. Go and check Disney Plus out. It's if a great not, streaming service, and you will not be disappointed by all the things not, coming from out of the vault. Take us down by using Disney content without permission. <laughs> Are there it's a lot true. Of, we're we're either like making a lot of money or we're getting sent straight to jail right now. <laughs> are there ducks in Anaheim? That's what I would like. I don't know. Probably. But is there There's jazz everywhere? But is there jazz music in Utah? Is there? Are there lakes in Los Angeles? Well, the well, Utah the, Jazz. They were the New Orleans. No, jazz, I know. It's, right? And the Lakers, yeah. <laughs> I believe, were like they were the, the Minneapolis Lakers. Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. No, that one actually is a joke. And Los Angeles Lakers. That's just. Like, I know it's a hockey podcast, but like yeah. that's just a great name. Yeah. No, the LA Lakers. Oh, I just but, but, but it is so. Are there strange. Raptors in Toronto? At one point. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it just is like there were ducks. There were during the dinosaur years. We all know that. We all know there are Raptors in Toronto. Los Angeles Lakers does come off the tongue wonderfully. Yeah, but I do also think like like. Are they on the ocean? Like, yeah, yeah, lake, yeah. Like, yeah, they have more tar pits than they have lakes, I think. But um, good for them for are not there, are changing there any, like um, keeping the name. Hockey teams, um, besides my question about are there ducks in Anaheim? Like, are there other um, hockey teams that just, you know, doesn't make sense? Um, let's think. So... No, I think most of them make sense. Well, the Florida Panthers is always there. Are, there are Panthers kind of in dumb. Florida. Well, there's Panthers there. There's like yeah, they're like well, a very like, specific not really. Type of they're Panthers. probably they're, I would imagine they're endangered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not walking down it's just, just, just like swimming through the Everglades. You're like Panthers should not be swimming through the Everglades, but, but like that, that kind of big cat. They're all through North America. Okay. Yeah, like a panther type cat. Yeah, yeah. Is there? There's a lot of lightning in Florida, for sure. So Tampa Bay Lightning, check. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think. Well, what is with the Sabres? New York Rangers? Sabres? Like, a Sabre is the sword? Yeah. Well, I think it's there must Buffalo, be some history there. Buffalo soldiers. Like, in the, in the Civil War, there's Buffalo Maybe. cavalry. Things like that, perhaps. Yeah. I think the Red Wings. What's a Red Wing? You know, the, yeah. you know I think that would be something that doesn't... And they, and they, try to, and they try to relate it to, like, Motor City with the winged wheel. Yeah, it's a wheel. But that feels like a bit of a stretch. With the wings. What is the Red Wings? Okay. Uno? We're all... Like Red Wing Blackbird? We're all I missing... so. Maybe. We're, we're all missing the obvious one, which is Maple Leafs, because such a thing does not exist because it's Maple Leaves, grammatically speaking. Yes, yes. So this is a dumb name, therefore should not be a name for a team. Okay. Okay. Leafs. Yeah. Well... Anyway, there might be a <laughs> hockey team that doesn't make sense in terms of what their, like, mascot-type mm. name is, but we're not sure. Um, let's talk about... Moving on. Yeah, let's talk about music as it pertains to uh, hockey. So I was telling uh, my friends here about how I read recently that Green Day signed a two-year contract with the NHL to produce music for their broadcasts, and I don't know what else, but they just they signed a two-year contract, which seems 
like unnecessary first of all um <laughs> like when do bands sign contracts for lengths like that to, to just like produce music Blame for spotify. a league yeah Blame spotify. i guess yeah spotify has ruined the music landscape as we know it so um but what I'm curious about you guys, uh, your takes on is what kind of music or what, what bands do you think should be associated with the NHL? Like when you think of hockey, when you think of the NHL, like do you think of, there are any bands or are there any musicians out there that would really do justice to the sport that would be like good to have associated with the NHL? I don't know good. Like that's all subjective, but I think one band that really comes to mind that when I think of the the team and the band, I think of the Dropkick Murphys and the Boston Bruins and everything about Boston. Like, you know, that's just a, you know, there's just so much tied in with those groups that when, uh, you know, you hear them, you think of them that, you know, it just fits. It just, it just fits, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're a mean, angry kind of band. The Bruins are, you know, they're always a tough, fighting, brash team. Oh, they're, you know? the they're the worst. Yeah. yeah you know, As a Leaf fan, they're the worst. <laughs> yeah, freaking out. Talking to two Leaf fans, I'm like, uh, Jake, why are we talking about Jake DeBrusque hit first. Nazem Kadri was just filling him in because he had to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Bruins are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I think... I think what, what is the whole, like, dro- like, the Dropkick Murphys, I believe, are a punk band of some sort? A Celtic punk band. Celtic, Celtic punk. punk. Celtic punk from Boston. So, they, so they, it's very white. Very, oh, yeah. Oh, so yes. white. I, I don't think they're be any people of color. If you did a 23 and me on the Dropkick Murphys, it would be like 99.9% like Irish UK. Basically. <laughs> and like, and uh, that's like Boston's song when they score or like they come into or something is a Dropkick Murphy Almost song. always. So, so that, yeah. They're, and, and, they're, and they're big with the Red Sox and the Patriots and the Bruins. And, yeah. Isn't that know, song that's like... Yeah. They're just kind of a... Yeah, it sounds like that might could have been like a Halifax Mooseheads type. Uh, yeah, really? <laughs> any, any East Coast team could do well with the Dropkick Murphys for sure. Um, actually, like on that note, what do you think of like if Great Big C were more associated with like the NHL or hockey? I think they'd be a decent choice. I wouldn't like it myself. No, You're not, not a Great no, Big C fan. No, 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 not a Great Big C fan. But like that, that, that you know, like, like what are you looking for? I, I like. What I don't know what Green, I don't know what Green Day is doing for the NHL. Like, what are they being contracted to do? I think they wrote a hockey song for like the NBC uh, presentations of the NHL. Probably is, part of part of the thing is like that. I'm not tuned into is um, how this is being used as a promotional tool. You know what kind of uh, audience the NHL as an organization feels that they're like targeting like, oh, I don't know I don't know this kind of Medi- stuff Green mediocre Day. white men is the answer yeah. <laughs> and Green Day would fit that pretty well yeah. but I think like music I think it's more like team oriented right and you look at um, you know like LA is building up this really great kind of partnership with Snoop Dogg right like that's oh, that yeah. guy is California Los Angeles <laughs> and that's right? amazing like, he fits right and, and yeah like that would make sense for, for the LA Kings but like for the Toronto Maple Leafs it doesn't you know there's a, just a two different type of fan for both of those teams um, you look at a team like the Detroit Red Wings you know Jack White and the White Stripes comes to mind is a, mm-hmm. a big one they play Don't Stop Believing all the time yeah, because um, he's a city boy, born and raised in South Detroit. You yeah, know? yeah. So, you know, that, that, yeah, I like that better than like you know, or like that. That seems to be a better fit that I can get behind is like the yeah. the, the team is more regional yeah. team yeah. specificity. So yeah, and actually, my answer that I was thinking of for this is uh, Japan Droids. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. listen to Japan Droids, but um, I really like this band. They're like an indie punk band. Um, they have a song that is played for the Vancouver Canucks games. I think like when they skate out or if they score a goal, I don't know what it is, but I just remember hearing, um, I don't remember the name of the song, but it's like, in the songs of the city, it's late to rest. Do you know that song? No, no. No, I've forgotten. What a beautiful voice. And left for dead. Oh, oh. I was thinking uh, Michael Bublé for Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of I think he's Quebecois, like, but <laughs> really? 
I'm guessing. Scott Knox on take in Vancouver. Just on a side note, I saw the worst band <laughs> I've ever heard in Vancouver. They were the shittiest band I've ever heard. You know, I just hate Vancouver forever because of that. <laughs> I will never go back. Well, I love Vancouver, but I just was in a bar and I saw this band, and they were just objectively the yeah. worst band. Like I cannot get any worse. All than their that. strings were breaking. <laughs> like they were just like taking breaks to like go get sushi and just uh, <laughs> plant trees and stuff. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> things I like back to the music. Um, Nashville, I think they do it like an interesting yeah. job of like got tying in the, the like the country music uh, as Nashville's identity into that. Yeah, um, that's pretty interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. And um, when I grew up in Kitchener, when I was growing up in Kitchener, <laughs> going to the Kitchener Rangers OHL games, their like goal song was always, I believe it's Gary Glitter, you know. That that's what I'm talking about. We don't we don't we don't need Green Day. We need to bring back Green Day. We need to bring back some hits. You know, we don't need the the Green Days of the world or the Green Days of the world. Bring back some of those those big hits or like. I feel like there was some like '90s, almost um, like for that time, anyways, dance or techno songs that were like the, the one that really gets me is the one that you'd always hear at the Air Canada sound is da 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 See now I know what you're. It's face off song. I listened to you give that rendition a little bit longer this time, so now I know what you're talking about. But the first time I heard you say that, I thought you were doing the My Sharona thing, <laughs> which is on another That works. Yeah, that's good to you. Yeah, so that's another possibility. So we're traditionalists. Yeah. Well, the music. Well, counter counter the traditionalists. I was looking at a list, just doing some research. Uh, like just before doing the podcast, it was like, uh, top like 25 or no, I think it was top 20 musicians to play the NHL all-star game and like their performances or whatever. And number one was Drake. Oh yeah. So like, this is very subjective. A lot of people like, like to shit on Drake, but I do remember the, really? yeah, but I do remember the all-star game, I guess it must've been a Toronto all-star game if they had Drake, I would assume, but I'm not sure, but I, I remember him coming out and uh, performing, and like the the players were actually like pretty psyched that Drake was performing, and they were like going out of their way to watch him perform. And, well, he's cooler than they are, and that's and that's the thing. Like I I feel like there's such a divide sometimes between like the players and the people who present hockey, like the people right. on TV who are just old white guys who are just like, oh, Green Day will be fine. Yeah, that'll be our demographic. Old white guys versus young white guys. And, yeah, and the young white guys who are like, you know, give me Drake, give me like, well, you were talking about the another pop culture reference that's really good for hockey was uh, Chance the Rapper. Oh, doing yeah, his yeah. SNL skits. Like, give me Chance the Rapper. Give me these guys who like, like to have fun, who are willing to play, do something with hockey, be aligned with hockey. Or just like like more modern music. Yeah, the league's getting younger. Like I'm not These saying guys like aren't listening to Bob Seger. I'm not saying like pull Billie Eilish out there for the NHL All Star Game, but like you could do like a it's like yeah T Pain or something. I don't know. <laughs> when you, when you were talking, uh, you know, like we were going to different regions. I obviously thought of Drake for Toronto, but he's just like so affiliated with the Raptors. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like, yeah, it's great. Uh, so we couldn't, you know, poach from that. But uh, no, he is their global ambassador. He has an official like paid position for the Raptors. So I don't think that he's going to be doing any more NHL All Star games yeah. as long as he's tied up with the Raptors, especially with how successful they've been. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. Um, yeah. So maybe we can move on to the next topic I have, which is uh, I wanted to just talk about teams and or players that have had hot starts and i wanted to call this i wanted to, to call this uh, topic uh, real deal or james neal so james neal has the nickname real deal james neal but like well, I, I i think that there's well, a lot of, of course he's got to have that name i think there's a lot of like uh give and take there so i give want to uh talk about whether we think that teams or players who have started out really hot are the real deal 
Or are they James Neal? Well, I think James Neal... Yeah, let's talk about James Neal to start. I think he's deserving of that Of the name. James Neal moniker? Like, how, how many years has he put up 20 goals? So, so are you saying he's real deal? Or are you saying he's James Neal? Well, first of all, I'm just saying... Do I need he, to define the I'm, terms a bit better? No, no, no. I just think he is allowed to have that nickname. Just because of how many, you know... Um, years he's put up like 20 goal seasons he's but in terms, of, in terms of this year like i think it so long as he stays healthy i think he's gonna put up a lot of goals mm-hmm. like i don't think you know i i wouldn't bank on it next year or the year after like he could fall off at any time but given that hot start he's probably gonna get 25 to 30 goals yeah given, and that's the, fair. given the team that he's on so long as he's healthy that doesn't mean he's an exceptional so, player. So. so let me define the James Neal status. Um, I don't mean that he is like a garbage player. I just mean that right now he's on pace for like 70 goals this season or something like that, which is completely unsustainable and probably like unreasonable. So I'm not saying he's a piece of shit. I'm just saying like, yeah, like 20 to 25 or 25 to 30 goals is more reasonable for James Neal at this yeah. point. Um, so I would say like his current pace is not the real deal. His current pace is not the real deal. No. Yeah. Um, who else did you have? In I, I wanted to talk about maybe like the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, I love, so, I love the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. So this is a team that is just like tearing up the NHL right now. Um, they're in a division that was supposed to be just absolutely dominated by Toronto, Tampa Bay and Boston, but are somehow like leading it easily leading that division so yeah. do you guys think that they are the real deal or are they james neal are they going to come crashing back to earth well i i don't i don't uh foresee them being this exceptional all year round um i certainly could see them being a playoff team um i don't think they're gonna um lead that division so we need a sound bite is that real deal or james neal James Neal. Okay, James Neal. <laughs> the Buffalo Sabres are James Neal. <laughs> uh, I think they're I think they're James Neal for now. Uh, I'll, uh, I think if we come back to this, we'll we'll see. Uh, hot starts are, are always tough to, you know, it's, it's the sample size question, right? You know, they've won nine games, they've lost two. That's a great start, and that's that's going to give them a, a heads up on, on the entire league. That, yeah. That's really going to come in handy. But you know, seasons aren't won and lost in September. Yeah, um, they're one in December. They're one in February and January. So it's about keeping that up. You know, tonight they uh, they beat the Red Wings, uh, who are having a terrible start to their. Yeah, season. that's nothing to applaud them on, really. But um, I mean, still, they won. They did. They they did. They're, they did they're win. beating who they're supposed to win, um, and that that's Herbie. a good start. So I don't want to call any team real deal with 11, 12 games in. Yeah. Um, Fair. But I think uh, I think we if we come back to this. In December, early January, and they're still in this position. I, I could very easily switch over to, to re- real deal uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'd like to give my opinion. I think, like, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, the so so we saw this last year with the Sabers. They went on a ten game winning streak and were at the top of the NHL standings like thirty some odd games into the year. And everybody was singing their praises, and then they came crashing down and became just, like, uh, one of the worst teams in the NHL for the last 50 games of the year. Like, they, I think, maybe put up, like, 35 points in the last 50 games or something like that. And I think that that is indicative of the team last year, but this year I have more faith. Mm. I think that Ralph Kruger is a better coach than Phil Housley was. They were winning a lot of overtime games and games by, like, one goal where they were getting outshot where you could see that things were going to regress to the mean and they would eventually start losing. But this season, it feels like they're, gen- like, genuinely, or gen- generally speaking, that they're playing better. They're dominating a bit more, and I think that Ralph Kruger has a better system for them. Um, I think that also it's a huge factor that they've added so much in their defensive depth. They've got a, they got a lot of new defenders over the off season who are really making a difference. And they're still like, they've still got like two or three guys who are like significant contributors, like Zach Bogosian, 
uh, Lawrence Pilot. He's not a huge contributor. Oh, okay. Who are on the IR who can come back and actually add mm-hmm. to the team. Okay, Robin. So you're you're talking about this Sabres team right here and a bit of differences. So you're the GM of, of a team. How are you building that team from the ground up to, to, to build it as a champion? So to like if I had if I was the GM of the Sabres, if I was Jason Botterill, what yeah. would I do what right now? Do, what are you doing to make that team? Um, I would trade Rasmus Ristolainen. Because they probably should have traded Rasmus for Salin. And they added Colin Miller. They added Brandon Montour. These are both right-hand defenders who can do what Ristolainen does already. And Ristolainen... I see. <laughs> but Ristolainen, they've held on to him. And they've pumped up his value by playing him lots of minutes the last few years. They could get a good forward for him. They could get, like, William Nylander for him, for so example. So a little bit of scoring is what they, they, yeah. need, they need to... They've, they've got... They finally got good defensive depth. Their goaltending seems to be okay. Like, Carter Hutton's not a savior by any means, but, like, a duo of Carter Hutton and Linus Olmark. He is a saver. <laughs> a pucks. Yes. Good one. Sorry, I was, I was burping. I would have given you more credit. But, um... Uh, Linus Olmark and Carter Hutton is a good duo, I think. Like, not a spectacular duo, but they're pretty good. And so, yeah, I would trade Rasmus Ristolainen for forward depth. Perhaps I don't realize how good Brandon Montour is. Yeah, that's fair. He's also on the IR right now. I I feel like he's a depth, but not exceptional D-man. That's very fair, I think. And I'm not saying Rasmus Ristolainen is exceptional, but... I think you would be be exposing. Do you think you'd be downgraded? Yeah, like Ristolainen is better than Montour. Is what you're saying? I think so. But okay. as I said, like admittedly, I haven't watched a much much yeah. of the uh, Sabers. So the the argument that the analytics community makes is that Ristolainen is one of the worst defensemen of the last like five years because his possession and like just. Getting scored against metrics are terrible. Like he has like a minus like one hundred rating or like plus minus or something. In the last few years is really bad. Um, so bad. Yeah, not that plus minus is the be all end all of anything, but like because he's played on some pretty shitty teams. Mm. But it's still indicative of him not being maybe the best defender. Anyway, like I think that if I were Jason Botterill, I'd be looking at trading Ristolainen while he still has a lot of like potential because he's only like twenty four years old or something. And, what do you think they could yeah. get? I mean, I guess you mentioned William Nylander. William Nylander, I like, think, is a, a one-for-one trade that I think would potentially could potentially happen. What, I, is, what is what is a William Nylander in your mind? Like a sixty-point? I think he has. Winger, I think he has like, seventy to eighty-point potential, but I think that right now he's he's having he's having some struggles this year. Yeah, like I expect he's year. doing okay. But I still think he has a higher level to reach. Mm. So, like, this year, I imagine him getting, like, 55 to 60 points. Mm. Um, I was hoping for more before the season, but based on what I've seen so far, that's what I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, do, you, do you guys have other teams or players that you're thinking of? No? I, I can uh, give another example. I think uh, John Carlson. Yeah, that's a great one. leading the league. <laughs> Defenseman, old, well, not super old, but not young. Yeah. Defenseman, Washington Capitals. Like, has he really changed his game or something? Or has Washington really changed their so, style? Yeah. Like, so is John Car- Carlson effectively what we're asking? Oh, he's, or a what Brian is asking. he's a James <laughs> Neal. Come on. Is he a James Neal? Is he a 150-point player is what we're asking? Because that's his, like, current no, projection Washington, pace. Washington always scores. They, they, you know, have always had a really great scoring team. And I think with Alex, anytime Alex Ovechkin is on the ice, is on the roster, that just takes up so much um, attention from the other teams. Mm. you got to stop Ovi. That, that opens things up for other guys, and, and that may point. be what, what Carlson is, is really taking advantage of here, you know, and also sometimes shots go in, you know, they, yeah. they go on a little bit more, and you get on a little roll, and there you go, so I, I agree, he's James Neal, I don't think uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see this uh, at the at the end of the year, uh, you know, guys like Tavares and Ovechkin as well, uh, yeah. but, you know, that's, that's one of the benefits of playing with a really great player. Yeah, like totally. I'm glad you guys are buying into the gimmick of this real deal, James Neal. Thanks so well. Thank right. you for saying you guys are James Neal. I appreciate yeah. oh. it. <laughs> got James Neal written all over him. Yeah. I, I think that 
Carlson is a great player, and he has a better chance of winning the Norris this year than Eric Carlson, his, like, semi-namesake. Not namesake, I don't know. Just, like, similar-sounding homophone? Homophone? Is that the word? I can't back you up on that. I, yeah, it's been a while. I don't, don't know. Anyway, they both have similar-sounding last names, spelled somewhat differently. But um, I, think I think they, they sound exactly the same. They both Carlson and Carlson. You're right. You're very right. That's I am. This is... Yeah? Thank you. Thank you very much for that support, Alex. Cheers. <laughs> this, is why you have, this is why you have to bring a CBC journal. <laughs> but they, know, they do sound the exact same. They're just spelled differently. That's the definition of homophone, I think. Um, who else are you uh, worried or concerned that they might be James Neal? Um, so, so what about the Colorado Avalanche? What do you guys think about them? They're off to an incredible start. I think they're um, real deal. I don't think they're going to like maintain the torrid pace, but just given um, that they have Nazem Kadri. Yeah. <laughs> no. And also, well, just like they, they were a playoff team last year, their, um, their top forwards are so elite that uh, I would question some of their depth without really knowing Colorado too well on forwards, but their um, elite players are so, well, that elite. That um, they're definitely a playoff bound, um, and I think, I think they've. I mean, uh, Calais Marker or however you say his name, the defenseman. Kale Makar. Kale Makar. I liked Calais. He's, he's not Swedish, but okay. Calais Marker. Kale Makar. Yeah, he's not Swedish. Anyways, the Swedish guys are Calais. Like he's, he <laughs> seems to be playing like uh, like a veteran coming in there, and I think. Um, they're, they're D. I, I think they're just like more um, more solidified as a team overall. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, I like Colorado. That. You know what? I, I'm I'm gonna stick by my guns with with Buffalo, and I'm gonna call them James Neal. Like I said, you know, you got. They're not real deal. They're not real deal. They're not real deal <laughs> yet. And, I'm, and I'm, yes, this gimmick. <laughs> they're James Neal, and I'm just, I'm just gonna say that I'm putting the James Neal label on them now. Because I don't trust anything that happens in October. I yeah. don't trust it, you know. Um, yeah. And and that you know it may have ruined the gimmick. Yeah. But I think. So know, is everyone James Neal at this point? Yes. Uh, <laughs> one on, of those guys. The glass is half. The glass is half. James Neal. <laughs> <laughs> it is for now, and, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna say those, I, I want to see it in December. Yeah. Right. I want to see it. In, in December and January, that stretch there, just before the All-Star break, is yeah. really like the worst slog mm, in the season. Yeah. Right? And that's when those championship teams often are able to, if not maintain that high standard, they're at least able to survive, right? And I guess the exception being the St. Louis Blues who came from nowhere. But, that's odd, yeah. But most, most championship teams are able to really at least – you know, keep that even keel through yeah. that slog. And so until they get there, I'm not certain, you know, we can really know what's going on right. um, with the team. You know, yeah, sure. They're going to have great weeks. They're going to have not so great weeks. Um, so, yeah, I'm the, I'm the cold water. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that cold blanket right over everything. <laughs> Similarly, though, uh, so I want to do the counter of this and talk about teams that are disappointing to start the year. Do you think that disappointing starts don't really matter too much in the like grand scheme of things, Alex? Like a team like New Jersey that's having a rough start. Or uh, you could even say to an extent the Leafs are having a rough start, I mean, compared to what our expectations are for them. But uh, do you think the teams that are having a rough start doesn't matter? It's just October. We need to like not... Yeah, really, like measure it out too too finely. I think that's the that's the that's the flip side of, of of not trusting those teams that are doing really well is maybe having a bit of trust in those teams that that aren't doing well and saying you know that median is going to to uh, pair out. You know, you look at a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs and the talent they have on that roster, the coaching staff, they're going to be in a playoff picture. They're going to be competing at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, any team with John Tavares is going to be. Right at the top of that discussion. I like how you said John Tavares and not Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner. That's interesting. So we uh, – and you're also mentioning the guy who's currently out for like two weeks with an injury. So do you think that affects them at all? Oh, yeah. He's going to – yeah, exactly. He's not on the on the ice right now. He is a, he is a difference maker. Um, and, and him coming back, you know, I, I don't know how serious that injury – 
will be. You know, he's out for two weeks right now. If that's going to linger and cause him problems throughout the year, he comes back and plays the way John Tavares always plays, right? But, but I, you know, I think they're going to have a shot when we get into March and April. I think they're mm-hmm. going to be there. Um, you know, I look at a team that uh, my own team, the Detroit Red Wings, big Red Wings guy, they're having a, a dismal start. After playing some really great hockey uh, to open the season, the first couple of games, they've yeah. really just slid back. You know, there was a lot more expectations that they'd compete this year, and they're not. Um, I'm not throwing in the towel and saying the season's over. I still think they're going to compete. I still so, think they're going to be near the bottom of the league. So on like, a, on like a macro scale, or is it macro? I don't know. Micro, micro. Uh, <laughs> one of those scales. The, the Detroit Red Wings have shown you what happens to a James Neal when James Neal shows his true James Neal colors. Because so, the Detroit Red Wings started out... be James Neal for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so if a James Neal were to James Neal to James Neal, would you say that James Neal is still a James Neal? I believe so. <laughs> I, I believe so. Detroit, so, Detroit I think, yeah, I... I uh, they will be at the lower end of the standings. I but think. they're not this yeah. bad, right? That's that's. I think they're pretty bad. <laughs> I think they're pretty bad. And it's like, that's okay uh, when you're yeah. thinking about teams as going through these cycles. Yeah. You know, like, I think it's just, that's just what it's going to be. Yeah. It's, Who else did you mention? You meant, the Leafs? The Devils. Uh, the Devils was another Oh, the Devils. Too. The Devils, I also just think, aren't that good. Um, they don't have the talent. Who do they bring? Jack Hughes, right? They're well, like, like they got him, yeah. and uh, they brought PK in PK Subban. Subban. And I just don't think I, I don't think they have um, enough talent. They brought in Nikita Gusev, who was the leading scorer in the KHL last year, but so far that has not translated. It's but weird. Sometimes that, that's the way it is, right? Yeah, it like, seems with bringing over KHL players. It seems like a crapshoot sometimes. Yeah, like, exactly. Like Artemi Panarin is the. Example that shines just as like what can go well when you bring over a KHL player. And Kovalchuk. And no, well, Kovalchuk was an NHL player first. Oh well, yeah, but like, but he. Oh, but you mean, you mean he, like he's he shit. came back to LA and he's like making a lot of money and doing. Oh, nothing. I see. That's so he's he's the opposite end. He's the James Neal of the spectrum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> poor James. Poor James. <laughs> I'm gonna get sued by the James Neal and his uh, his trust or whatever. Um, but the, another team is like the Dallas stars that oh. have started out really terribly. That's so, but that, that is like, uh, like some people picked them as the Stanley Cup yeah. winners. And I think, I mean, um, with the trend to a much younger NHL, I, um, Colorado maybe like with their forward crop, Yeah, you know, Radulov getting older, not doing much. Corey Perry they brought in as like, you know, a wild yeah. card. Joe Pavelski? Yeah, all these guys are like 30-plus. And then like James... Um, Jamie Benn. Jamie Benn. <laughs> Jamie Benn and Sagan. Sagan. Sagan's even... Like, he's not young anymore. He's not young anymore. But like those two in the like the past year... I don't, it's not controversy, but they just... Like they were called out by, or James Jamie Ben was called out by the. Well, they were both. Like, they were both called out. Yeah, they were both called out. They were so called like, fucking horseshit. Jamie Jamie <laughs> Ben, um, I don't think ha- like hasn't been like really displayed the consistency to warrant being like um, a, the captain and, yeah. and considered to be like you know like a point a game kind of person. So, I you know I think I think. Um, I think the Dallas Stars are showing their real self. I don't think. So you think they're James Neal? Well, they're real. I think they're. they're, they're real deal. I think they're oh, real deal. But like the real deal. The real deal is, is, is terrible. The, so the re- oh, hold on a sec. So the real deal is what we believe to be James, James Neal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know I'm, I'm, I I will I will disagree with Brian this week and say this week. I don't trust anyone. They're all frauds at this okay. point. Right. Right. You're Good October rule. October right. rule. They're all frauds. October Alex. Next yeah. week we get into November. <laughs> we, we sit back here on this table. No hot takes. I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I, yeah, those takes when you get spicier and spicier. <laughs> but like, Ooh, baby. Right now it's just a lukewarm like ghost. white rice with maybe a little bit of, yeah. maybe a little bit of mushrooms in yeah, there. Yeah. But, you know, we're not, not going to get, not much. we're not going to get a big curry, okay? Yeah, the curry's yeah. going to come. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for those ghost pepper takes, those jalapeno right to your eyeball by accident takes. Now, I want to know, and Brian, I've, I've got the commissioner of the Yellowknife Back Bay Hockey League <laughs> in the room here. With, 
will we be getting some hot takes on the play out on the back bay as we get into hockey season here in Yellowknife? I would love to provide you. Some, I'd love to provide you some hot takes. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we should do more yeah. regionally focused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hockey, t- <laughs> hockey talk on. Let's that, get fucked uh, up. Shinning game we just played. Hey? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let right. us know. The five of you who are listening now. Let us know who you want us to rip and. Yeah, we'll do we a talk about. We'll do a John Oliver style deep dive into the life of uh, Yellowknife Shinny. Uh, Robin, who mm-hmm. else do you want, do you want hot, some hot takes on in terms of being <laughs> slow, like slow start starts or? Are we talking know, like NHL players, players still, or should I just like throw I out like, Yellowknifers? I, like, I, like, no, I, 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 like, I like I like teams. I like I like teams. Okay, sure. I like uh, players. Um, oh, hmm, slow starts. Let's see. Dal- bringing Dallas up was nice because, like, yeah, there's skeptical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, like, and Ben Bishop was not going to be able to replicate his ridiculous save percentage from last the last year. several seasons. Yeah, really good though. Uh, Florida, I, I'm, I'm Florida. Sure, yeah, let's talk we, Florida. We're not all like just continually waiting for them to as a franchise to turn the corner. They're like they brought. In they're like the, the Carolina Hurricanes, but with money. Yeah, I guess <laughs> like. And 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 some players who I think are established as being pretty elite players. Huberdeau mm-hmm. yeah. and Barkov. Hoffman, oh, thirty six goals last year. Also a Kitchener native. Yeah, he's really um, good. The defenseman. Who's their their great defenseman? Graduate of the uh, Saint Anne Saints uh, hockey team. We went to school yeah. together. Oh yeah. I hate to say it, but Aaron Ekblad, perpetual James Neal. You think so? Yeah, he has ever like Does I think he have that, a rookie of the year. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that, rookie of the year. Okay, so rookie season, real deal. <laughs> After rookie season, things kind of went down to James, James Neal's Neal. status. Well, you know, <laughs> rookie what? season, real deal. After you know rookie season, to, James I, Neal. I have to defend <laughs> the honor of this guy because. I saw him at the grocery store one time, <laughs> and there was a little girl who knew who he was. Well, fuck, he was, he's a great guy then. He oh. was the <laughs> nicest guy. Real deal, real deal. He's the real deal. <laughs> you're the real deal, buddy. You're listening to this. I saw that. All right, let's get Ekblad on the podcast. Yeah. I know you're a listener, Aaron <laughs> I, really, I would really like, possibly because I think Huberdeau and Barkov are so good, I would really like them to be... Um, well, to stop being James Neal, like because they're not, they're not doing well. I think I think they could be the real deal, and I would like like that to be the case. Yeah, and I trust what you're saying so much more when you fix your glasses. Like, <laughs> as soon as you do that, I'm like, okay, this there so, you go. Yeah. So for the listeners who couldn't see, Brian, uh, baby Brian <laughs> fixed his glasses. He then decided to like kind of put one of the ends of the glasses in his mouth and look quiz like really smartly off into a weird direction. I don't know what he's thinking. It's, it looks very philosophical. He's got me a believer. What's going on in the West? Who's top in the West? Top in the West. Um, so, oh, we didn't even talk about the Edmonton Oilers as oh, a hot start right. real dealer, James Neal. Look, I, I think they, I think because McDavid and, Dratsidle. Dratsidle. So good. Yeah, I think I think they could uh, be playoff bound. So is that a real deal? Is that a certified stamp of real deal? A real deal. Holy shit. The Oilers are real deal. How are the team that houses James Neal not a James Neal? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's fair to an extent, but I also think they're going to play Dratsidle into the ground. He's averaging like 24 minutes a night right now. Yeah. That's not sustainable. So here's what surprised me about the West. That I'm just looking at the standings right yeah. now, and I'm seeing the St. Louis Blues. They're five and two, 13 points. That sounds yeah. about right. You know, with them coming off that Stanley Cup hangover that happens mm. all professional sports, right? Yeah. They played an extra, uh, you know, almost extra, an extra two season, months of hockey right? yeah. Yeah. Uh, to come out with a hot start like this. That has me thinking the St. Louis Blues are the real, real deal. deal for sure. Um, Going forward, now I will give him that stamp. No, I, I will. You will. You, I will. I will. If you're not willing to, I St. Louis Blues real yeah. deal. No, they're but certified stamp you by Robin. So? Yeah, because okay. like they're they're a good team. I believe in the St. Louis oh, Blues. Okay, St. Louis. Hot take: St. Louis Blues might be a good team. Well, their goal differential is zero. They have 34 goals oh, for 30. Now I don't know. Now I want to revoke my real deal. Oh, God, I love that stat so much. I got to revoke that real deal. Who stat? else is hot in the West? 
Well, Edmonton, yeah. Um, Arizona's been like reasonably good. I'd love Arizona to make the playoffs. I love their retro throwback unis. Oh yeah. Uh, the yo- oh, they've got some great unis this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I love I love me some Phil Kessel. <laughs> like, you can get them in the playoffs. And Phil Kessel loves him some hot dogs. Woo. So by uh, so Arizona's close doing proximity. all right. That's great. They're doing all right. Hot right dogs, now. real 13, deal. They got 13 <laughs> points here. So Big time, uh, real deal. Yeah, and the Golden Knights—they're back near the oh, top. Yeah. You know, so, they're uh, they are the definition of real deal. Yeah. From the get go, real deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Okay, well, I can just wheel off these real deals. Like, just yeah. keep telling me things, Alex. I'll tell you if it's a real deal. It's probably <laughs> going to be a real deal. I'm feeling charitable with my yeah. real deals. Thanks to Google here for uh, giving me some great when I typed in NHL West standings. Yeah. <laughs> now if I go to NHL East standings. Yeah, keep we, going. Keep going. We got the Sabres, Bruins, Maple Leafs, Panthers, all these teams we talked about. They're all in the East. This is true. Yeah. They are all in the East Atlantic <laughs> Division. Um, yeah, I think the Rangers at the bottom. You know, what do you guys think of the Rangers? Yeah, and their yeah so really I, I, I have to say I think... I'm surprised that they're at the bottom be, just because bringing in Panarin and uh, Kako. Is that the... Capo Kako. Capo Kako. And, um, and then also Truba. That, like, that was a big... So I, I thought that they would be maybe a little, at this point, anyways, more competitive than they are. Yeah, I mean they haven't they haven't played as many games as a lot of the other teams, so I think that's factoring into their like points in the standings. But they are actually losing quite a few of them, so I thought they would be better too. I I, I didn't th- I didn't think they'd be a playoff team, but I didn't no. think they'd be at the bottom. I thought they would be like a point. I thought the they'd senators be, be at the, the Senators are just I I figured they'd be shitting their pants across the whole season. <laughs> yeah. Lucky to put up sixty points in the year. Changing the name to Pants Shitters. Yeah, the the Ottawa Pants Shitters. It, it rolls off the tongue. I can just imagine the logo right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Rangers I thought would be a little better. Um, I was feeling speaking good. of funny nicknames, Pants Panshitters. Panshitters. I'm wondering if you guys would like to humor me a bit with our last topic I have written down, which is uh, player nicknames. Um, so I wanted to talk about just like which. What or what are some nicknames that you would like to see gain some traction that you just have like in your head? I don't know if you guys have any. Off well, the I, I thought of... maybe you'd be like throwing them out and then we. Okay, I, James I, Neal a real deal for like the yeah. nickname. Okay, real deal, James Neal. Good nickname, yeah, bad great nickname. Great, great, nickname. great. Okay, so this is a real, real deal. deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite of all time, actually, I was like just looking into this today because I like to do a little bit of advanced research. Is uh, Stu Grimson was the Grim Reaper? Oh yeah, that's that a great name. That's a great name. Yeah. Um, How about Casperi uh, the Ghost Captain? <laughs> You've been trying to get that to gain traction for so long. Yeah. I still feel it's a little James Neely. Really? Uh, <laughs> explain. Explain why you like Casperi the Ghost well, Captain. When, when uh, um, I guess Casperi's been with them. Full time for like maybe three seasons now or something. Oh wait, I just remembered Casper the Ghost. Yeah, I'm dumb. Yeah. I, okay, okay. Real, real deal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what I was gonna say though is just there was a year where he got called up at the end of the season and had a bunch of big goals, and then they played Washington. I think they lost in six games. Sorry, guys, got pee. But he had um, like a big winning goal or two. Like he showed up big. And uh, and Kapanen is known for coming up, you know, in these big moments in World Juniors. He like scored. I think he scored the gold, um, the the final goal in the gold medal game that won Finland the World Junior Championship. So he's not ever going to be an all star, but he sneaks up in these big moments like a ghost. Okay, Casperi the ghost. That was a big one. That was a big one. My favorite. We're talking about Arizona. We're talking about the Coyotes. Yeah. Nikolai the Bulin Wall, Cabby Bulin. Oh, we're back in the day. Back in the day, late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, that's just a great name, the Bulin Wall. The Bulin Wall was amazing. Bit, they got a little like, pun going on. There's a, there's a couple puns, you know. There's a name, and then the Berlin Wall, and we got a little bit of history and politics. It's, where was he from? Czech. I go, think maybe Czech. Oh, let me Google it. But I think yeah, yeah. Czech or Russia. Let's see, Nikolai has got to be somewhere on the east. The Boone Wall, that's a good one. Goalie nicknames are nice. 
Go yes. like yeah. Uh, yeah. The eagle Eddie the Eddie the Eagle yeah. uh, Brodeur, uh Bauer Eddie Bauer. No no well, Eddie, Eddie the Eddie Eagle was Belfort. Belfort Eddie Bauer is the the T-shirt <laughs> I'm wearing. Yeah that is correct. <laughs> Eddie the Eagle, another who who is another goalie? Kevin Bullen is Russian. He is he is, he is from uh, Mother Russia. Okay, goalies, and like I'm going to be able to drop a bunch of Leafs, Leafs nicknames that I have. Okay, and um, well, Frederick Anderson, the the Great Dane. Oh yeah, the Great, the Great Dane. Dane yes. Yeah, yeah, because he's humongous, like a Great Dane, and he's Danish. Danish. Um, I'm just going through, which is this great Wikipedia page of great names. And I see that Garrett Bailey and Irving Bailey were both named Ace Bailey. <laughs> he sounds like World War I fighter pilots. Yeah. Yes, 1948 to 2001 won the uh, Stanley Cup and Memorial Cup. Ace Bailey, what a great name. <laughs> good good old-fashioned hockey name for sure. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I I have a few fantasy hockey teams. Uh, I don't know how many times I've mentioned okay. this on the podcast, but I've got five fantasy hockey leagues I'm in this year. It's a bit ridiculous. And I always like to try and name my teams something like semi-clever, yeah, I guess, to go pun. with yeah, like yeah, names yeah. like a pun of some sort. So this I, I think about these when I'm thinking about like funny nicknames or whatever, or just like good nicknames. Um, so one, it's not exactly on topic, but like kind of adjacent. Um, so I have like respect your Edlers is one of my teams oh, yeah, to, to one, do yeah. with yeah, like Alex Edler. So I feel like Alex respect your Edlers Edler could be a good <laughs> nickname. Um, then there's, uh, one that I had last year I really liked was, uh, for OV it was OVO fest, like OV, O like offense fest. Because you know the OVO Fest is like a Drake put on oh, yeah, festival. Yeah, yeah. The OVO, yeah, yeah, yeah. The OVO Fest. So that was you it, came uh, up with that one? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. OVO. <laughs> I, I was proud of that I mean, one. The guy can pour it in. You know? Yeah. Oh, he pours it in like champagne pop. He pours it in. Um, but there's uh, another one that I had. What's the one? I'm trying to think. Here, I'm going to just open my Yahoo Fantasy app. This will help me. Um, so can someone come up with a good Jack Eichel nickname? Um, Jack Eichel. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like there's definitely room there. He needs a nickname there. terribly. Michael. It's like Eichel, Michael, Warren Reichel. Um, that's a deep. Da- that's a deep. Yeah, da- that's going. Yeah, Kirby Reichel. <laughs> um, another another graduate of Saint Anne's High School. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he would be. Kirby was an asshole. Brady was pretty cool. <laughs> okay. No, Brady Booger. Kirby, yeah, Kirby Reichel. Let me get started on Kirby fucking Reichel here. Yeah, I've had, <laughs> had, yeah. had a couple beers. All right. He was a, he was a jackass. Pop off. I had him in my sports marketing class. Pop off like yeah. champagne poppy. He was a jackass. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Brady Reichel, or Brady, Brady Bugner, good kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good, Bob yeah. Bugner's good. Brady, he was a bit, a bit rotund. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd had a couple too many Pop-Tarts, but uh, no, he was a good kid. Brady Boudner, fan of the podcast, listens every time. Yeah. <laughs> Come back at us with your comments. Um, so I have a team called Take It to LeBanc, named after Kevin LeBanc. That's yeah. There's lots of good puns you can do after you for have Kevin Carlson? LeBanc. I, I have Carlson on that one. It's you pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, then I've got the uh, that one's not great, but I've got one other note I had. So this is me like going like putting in way too much work uh, for this nickname. But follow me on this long walk. Um, so, I, so, so the player is Andreas Athanasiu. You'd be familiar with him if you're a Red Wings fan, yeah. or if you follow like funny hockey names. fairly recently funny and funny, funny names. names. Yeah. So, um, I'm happy to see you. Yeah, yeah, it gets on there. Yeah. So, so Andreas Athanasiu as the Red Rocket because he's an incredibly fast oh, player and he plays for the Red Wings, mm. so the Red Rocket. But then. Do you, do you guys know the South Park episode where they're doing Red Rocket with all the dogs? And they're just, like, jerking dogs off. They're like, Red Rocket, Red Rocket, Red Rocket. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. No. no. So, Red Rocket can also be, like, slang for, like, an erect penis is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, so, Andres yeah. Athanasio. So, follow me here. So, okay. Red Andres Athanasio is Red Rocket, a.k.a. the new Pocket Rocket because Pocket Rocket was Henri Richard. Henri Richard. So, the new Pocket Rocket. And AKA, is that a rocket in my pocket or am I just Athena to see you? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for uh, following me all the way there Don't and not cut me off. <laughs> Real deal. <laughs> so that was my contribution to the nicknames. I worked very hard on that, and I'm glad I got it out. Good for you. Thank good you. Other good nicknames that uh, didn't uh, catch on. Um He's now with the Carolina Hurricanes, and I feel like it's part of the reason that uh, the Leafs aren't doing so well. Is it, is it Sebastian Ajo? I feel like there's a nickname there for Sebastian Ajo. Uh-oh! Ajo? <laughs> no, it's going to be uh, Jake the Expressway Gardner. Oh, Jake the Expressway Gardener. Yeah. Yeah. It is far, far more clever than, like, Jake the, the Snake Gardener. Oh, yeah, or like Jake the DVP. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely more clever than Jake the DVP or Jake the 401. Yeah. Or Jake the Lincoln Expressway. QEW Jake. QEW Jake. <laughs> Real deal. Yeah, that's a real deal. <laughs> All lanes open tonight. Mm. All lanes open on... The Gartner Expressway. Does that mean he's a good player or a bad player if all lanes are open? It doesn't necessarily mean... Or is he just a highly sexualized player? <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah. I, I mean, all lanes open did not mean he's a good player. It meant, like, some things would go wrong. Yeah, right? okay. Yeah, he's a... a heavy flow. There was a heavy flow. All right. Bye. <laughs>